It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, for today's show, we focus on an easy way to protect our pets. And then later on, we're going to spotlight a nonprofit helping cats with special needs. So first up, let me just say out loud a question I am betting you have asked yourself. What if you kissed your pets before leaving your house to run a quick errand, but you got in an accident, it landed you in the hospital, or worse, took your life? What proactive action could you take to ensure that the first responders quickly learn you have pets now stranded at home? It's a key question that has inspired our first guest to create Save My Pet ID Tag Company. So without further ado, please give pause and applause to the founder, Janice Cobb. Welcome to the show, Janice. Thank you so much, Arden. I'm honored to be here. Just as you were introducing my Save My Pet ID tag, I have to wipe tears away from my eyes because that has been my greatest fear. I've been a widow for many years. I live alone and I have four beautiful cats. And the inspiration came to me when I was sideswiped by a truck in 2016. And I was very fortunate in that I lived, my humble Toyota Camry cared for me, I was fine, but that did not necessarily have to happen because had my my car spun around, I would have had a Viking funeral on the New York State Thruway because I would have hit broadside on the gas gas, uh, tank side. Oh no, well, yes, and and I I think you're bringing up something. We all feel like, you know, just taking our car and making a quick errand, you know, nothing bad's going to happen. You never I, know. You yeah. never know. And I think what you're showing is that I've had other guests on our show, uh, Amy Shiver, that is all about how to care for your pets, you know, in a will and things like that, should they outlive you. But you're kind of taking that immediate step because they need to eat. They need to go potty. They need things. And that's it. So I don't want this to be a downer, but I do want it to be inspiring because you probably looked around and said, this isn't here. We need to do something about well, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. My, my great concern. I lived in Alaska. Wow. I had my master's there and I had a 17 year old, very feisty, diabetic, hypertensive cat. <laughs> was and the cat's name happy? <laughs> actually, it was, it was Fally B, short oh. for Alden. It was very sweet. She was a very lovely cat. She got salmon on demand. Wow. <laughs> she was very, I loved her. She was a wonderful cat. But I had written in the inside of my day runner, if the owner of this day runner is found unconscious, I have a hypertensive diabetic cat who's 17, and this is the number of my veterinarian. So the genesis of my Save My Pet ID tag was actually in 98. 
But after being sideswiped by the truck, I began to realize that the situation was one of eminent importance. Yeah. I really have to make sure that this is available en masse because we do take for granted that we will be there. We do take for granted, and they're dependent on us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you mentioned you had, uh, you have currently four cats. I know they're listening. So, but you kind of dedicate this uh, Save My Pet ID company. You call it Zinzi Pie. Zinzi Pie, yes. What, who was Zinzi Pie? Zinzi Pie was my beloved cat, um, and she, she was such a sweet, sweet girl. And I dedicate my company to her. She, we, we eventually, we go through life and sometimes there's a cat or a dog or a guinea pig or even a horse who will leave footprints on our hearts, indelible. Yeah, we call them heart pets, right? And Lindsay Skye, a.k.a. Zinzi Pie, <laughs> is my heart pet. All right. Well, I like that. I mean, what, what were you doing, uh, Janice, before you started the uh, Save My Pet ID tag company, what were you doing? Were you a brain surgeon? Were you oh, making hardly. pizzas? What were you doing? Well, as a matter of fact, the impetus for my Save My Pet ID tag grew out of my, quote, other job. I'm an adjunct professor. Oh, okay. And prior to COVID, I was spending five hours a day minimum on the road traveling from assignment to assignment. Um, for those of you who don't know what an adjunct is, it's more of a predicament than a position. <laughs> oh, it's true. Because you know what? Years ago, I actually was a newspaper reporter covering the entire state of education of Florida. I know there are 26 community colleges, nine state universities, and there were people on faculty. And then the people I always thought that taught the best, I hate to say it, were adjuncts because they came from the real world. Well, that's it. We can't. We come from the real world, and we actually would make more money if we were to hire ourselves out and bag for Walmart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what was your What's your subject area? Um, anthropology, and especially the coevolution of humans. Oh my God! You just said a big word. What the what? <laughs> the coevolution of humans and pathogens. When you have um, everything in the world coevolves together. It's as though everything on the stage at the same time is doing a dance together and everything has an intimate effect on everything else. Wow. And so if one aspect in the environment changes, everything will change. It's like turning a kaleidoscope. Yeah, that's that's a really good analogy. I love so it. So before COVID, you were on the road in, and, and going from probably one campus to another. Is this in exactly. the New Jersey area? New Jersey and New York State. Okay. Okay. I, I was in Poughkeepsie. I was in New Rochelle. I was in Putnam County, wow. as well as Wayne, New Jersey, and uh, Rockland County. I would, um, well, I call it creative driving, but I think you get the idea. Yeah. The more, the more courses that you can load up for a semester, the greater your chance for economic survival. Yes. So was, <laughs> definitely. Um, oh, you find yourself rolling down the window and saying, "Hey, buddy, I can I can get out of my car and help you push." Come on, yeah. go faster, go faster. <laughs> and you get there, you pull in there and you, you teach your class, get in the car, woof, and off you go again. But it's when you drive a lot, it's like winning the lottery. You need to buy a lot of tickets to make it happen. If you're going to be in a crash, the chances of being in a crash are exponentially increased the more times you are on the road. Yep. Yep. You're right. Well, I, I'm glad you're here and not driving while you're on the show. That's cool. So you've got your eyes on the screen. Oh. 
<laughs> Thank <laughs> you for that. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So you said you got this idea while you were going dashing from one uh, classroom to the next. Yes, because there's no way of being able to alert people. Um, it's a takeoff on the medic alert bracelet. Yeah, that, yeah. Like R&D manufacturer of Paul Tuckett, Rhode Island, um, is the world's largest manufacturer of medic alert jewelry. And if you have an insulin pump, if you have a pacemaker, if you are on Coumadin, you're probably not going to put a little note in your wallet. You want no. people to see it in instantly. So, yeah, so what you have the the pendant, you've got a bracelet, maybe a keychain. Mm -hmm. We've got a minute before we take our first break, uh, Janice. So, so the medical alert sort of got you thinking about our best friends, our pets, right? Yes, our family. Yeah, and, they um, are. And the front of the tag is my address and the number of pets I have, and on the back is information on a trusted contact. If I like that. Me, she's got the key to my house. Yep, that's good. That's good. Hey, everyone, we're speaking with Janice Cobb. She is the founder, the creator, the impetus behind uh, Save My Pet ID Tag. And quickly, I know what the website is, but can you tell us before we go to take a break? Sure. It's all lowercase, all one word, save, S-A-V-E, my, M-Y, pet, P-E-T, idtag.com. I really like that you did that. You enunciated. You should be on a radio show. Oh, you Thank are. You. I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. How about that? Thank hey, everybody. You. We're going to be back talking to Janice Cobb after we take this break. You know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. Got dog? <laughs> Got cat? One of the best ways to show your pet how much you love them is to take a pet first aid class. Arden Moore is a master certified pet first aid CPR instructor and founder of Pet First Aid for You. Very cool! These classes are fun and practical and feature pet safety dog Kona and cat Casey. No way. Yes, a real dog and cat teaching duo. Wait, Wait what? All classes are veterinary approved and are available in person or via Zoom. Ready to sign up for a class? Sorry, it's, it's just for people. Arden Moore's Pet First Aid for You classes are proudly supported by Zinzi Pie's Save My Pet ID Tags. Pet parents who wear Zinzi Pie's Save My Pet ID Tags in bracelet, keychain, and pendant versions are assured that their beloved fur babies will continue to receive the loving care that they deserve, even if the pet parents are not able to provide it. Online at SaveMyPetIDTag.com. Welcome back to uh, Four-Legged Life. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm uh, really enjoying my time talking with Janice. And guys, she is really teaching us something we need to do. It's very inexpensive, but it's so priceless. In fact, without her even knowing, I went after I checked out her site and created a couple of uh, ID uh, uh, tags for my keychain, one for me and one for my spouse, because we have four cats and two dogs. We call it the Furry Brady Bunch. When we got married, we merged and everybody gets along. But, you know, just something simple like both of us maybe going out to grab some a bite to eat. There's no one at home. You know, certainly my sister lives nearby and her brother lives nearby and they have keys 
to get to our house. But Janice, yours is about telling that first responder. And I teach pet first aid with pet first aid for you. And I got to tell you, I, I know a lot of first responders who have pets and who also recognize the importance of pets being part of our family. So tell us how you're getting that instant, hey, hey, uh, somebody needs to know that there's a pet in the house, right? Absolutely. Pawtucket, Rhode Island in the U.S. is the site of the world's largest manufacturer of medical or jewelry. I bet that's going to be on a question on Jeopardy, I bet. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And they make my Save My Pet ID tag. In fact, if you look at the bracelet, it's very cute. It's got a little paw on the side instead of the medical caduceus. That's smart. That's and smart. Then the, thank you. And then in the front, you see the number of pets you have and the address, presumably where the pets are. Yeah. And the, <laughs> yeah, it, it helps that way. And in the back is the trusted contact who's got the address, who's got your, your key. In fact, my trusted contact had honored me with the opportunity to be the trusted contact for her sons when they were in school. That's nice. I love that. And, you know, it's, 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 I come in full circle. So if you yourself have a medical condition, you know about the medical alert items you can wear. And we do encourage people to always have an ID tag on their dog or cat and a microchip. It just seems like we've been long overdue to complete this puzzle. Absolutely. It's essential that the human, the human wear the tag because you could have your cat, your dog, your horse, your guinea pig vaccinated and everything is in place. If you never come home, they're going to die and they're going to die never knowing what, why you didn't come home. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, depending on where you live, sometimes people live in neighborhoods where they don't know their neighbor. Exactly right. There's something that in driver's ed, we call the last clear chance which means you don't even consider whether you have the right of way or not. If you have the chance to save, to save the day and not have a crash, you do it. Exactly. You could be living with many different people, but if they're your pets, you have the responsibility to see that they're safe because you don't know what the people with whom you live are going to be doing. And it's not their responsibility. It is yours. It becomes like that famous Kitty Genovese case in 1964 in New York City, where she was stabbed to death because everyone thought that everyone else was seeing to her needs. It's the bystander effect. I I think that's true. If they're your pets, you wear the tag. That's right. And now, in one of your um, brochures, you have some testimonials. That has to make your heart uh, sing. And I, uh, some of them are coming from professional pet sitters. Uh, I know that there are two major groups, uh, Pet Sitter International and National Association of Professional Pet Sitters, NAPS and PSI. I, I think this is something that a pet sitter should encourage their clients too. Don't you agree? Oh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Because the pet sitter, and as a matter of fact, because the Save My Pet ID tag does not necessarily have to have your name on it. Right. If you go away, you give the tag to the pet sitter. Excellent. Excellent. I love that. I mean, I got to tell you, especially after COVID or wherever we are in COVID, uh, pets have always been my family mates, but I do believe there is a lot of bonding that's been boosted because we were stuck at home and they weren't telling us what channel to do on our remote. 
They listened and watched anything we wanted to watch without a fuss. I just think they really showed how great they are to us mentally, physically, you know, and, and so I don't know. What's your thoughts? Do you think, uh, how do people, what's your game plan? If you could wave a wand right now, what would you do, Janice, for our huh? pets? I would like to know what they really like to eat. <laughs> Apropos of your wonderful article, your recent article in Catster with finicky eaters, I keep telling them, what? Don't you know that there are cats in the subways of New York that felt they would <laughs> die and go to heaven if they saw this food that you're throwing away? And they're like, too bad. And That's by it. the way, speaking of Catster, Catster Magazine for all you is um, the number one uh, cat publication. It used to be called Cat Fancy. And our special guest, Janice uh, Cobb of Save My Pet ID Tag, you got a special acknowledgement recently by Catster. Yes, the keychain version of my Save My Pet ID Tag won the Editor's Choice Award for 1920. Wow. 1922. Oh boy. <laughs> That's Janice, how old are you? <laughs> you kind of sound like uh, President Bush when he was introducing the Queen and said, and slipped and said 1776 instead of 1976. That's truly frightening. I'm too young to have this happen. But and, and you did get your company got recognized by the leading cat publication. That had to feel good. You're making a difference. Well, I am. And, and, and really, it's so important, particularly for people who are single, who are homebound and who are elderly. Yeah. I have seen with my own eyes, because I help out in some of these shelters, elderly people turned away because the question is, what if something happens to you? What if you break your hip in the grocery store? What if you have a heart attack? And I'm sure you've seen that movie, that very charming cartoon, uh, The Secret Life of Pets. Oh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> you know what happened to the, why that big dog was orphaned because his master was taken away in an ambulance and never returned. That's right. That's but right. I had to save my pet ID tag. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm saying uh, I'm not much of a jewelry wearer, but I have my keys with me and I ordered the keychain and one for my spouse. All cats, all dogs, all companion animals hope that you take Janice Cobb's advice and have a game plan. Before we take a break, everybody, this is how small the world is. Our next guest is Angela Hartley. She's from Tabby's Place, but you have a connection, Janice. As a matter of fact, um, I heard of Tabby's Place recently, and my heart opened up to Tux, an elderly cat with special needs, and I adopted him. And every, every week, Angela Hartley graciously sends me updates as to how he's doing, well, you and more sponsored him than adopted I, I him. He's still there, I right? Sponsor, yeah. I, I sponsor him. Yeah. I sponsor him. I think so that's wonderful. So again, savemypetidtag.com and find out what you can do to keep a little bit of more protection for your pets. Final thoughts you want to share, Janice? Yes, I really would like to thank you again, Arden, for this wonderful opportunity. Um, <sighs> I'm thrilled to be in your presence for all the wonderful <laughs> things that you do for pets. Well, and I appreciate you too. We both are uh, got safety on our mind and I think that's great. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Angela Hartley of Tabby's Place. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. You need even more Arden Moore? We're online at fourleggedlife.com. 
Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Our next guest is dedicating her life to cats with special needs. She operates a cage-free cat sanctuary that welcomes felines from all over the world. Simply put, she's Miavolous. Please welcome to our show the development director of Tabby's Place. It's located in, how do you pronounce that, Ringos? Ringos, just like, just like the beetle. Okay. Yeah, man, just like the beetle. She's He's another in, one. Yeah, she's in at Tabby's Place, located in Ringos, New Jersey, the one and only Angela Hartley. Angela, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me, Arden. I am delighted to speak with you. So for all of you with beagle ears, and you might be hearing a, and uh, we need to address the cat, not the elephant in the room. First off, Angela, what's going on at uh, your office at Tabby's Place? Who do you have? Well, what you hear, it's not a white noise machine. Um, the, the friendly <laughs> soundtrack that you hear is um, a gentleman named Glenn, who Glenn is in many ways an emblematic Tabby's Place cat. Um, he came to us making this remarkable sort of perpetual purring sound. And it turns out <laughs> the reason for that is that he has a partially paralyzed larynx. Um, oh. Yes, he was found on the streets. And um, it's something that is, it's very delicate, but we specialize in special needs cats. So he immediately became became part of our family. Um, and Tabby's place is a place where he'll receive all the care he needs to thrive. Um, and he's, a bit of a cool. he, he's a bit of a curmudgeon, which is why he's in my office. Um, <laughs> I've got just three cats in my office as opposed to one of our suites where he'd have maybe 15 neighbors to tangle with. Um, so, so that's Glenn that you hear who will be humming us along throughout our conversation. Glenn, you had me at, you had me at, <laughs> Hey, um, Tabby's place. I invited you on the show because you've been around a while and I believe you have helped with your team find homes and save lives for more than 4,000 cats. Is that right? We are approaching 4,000 cats. Okay. Yes. So, um, so October, we will have been doing this for 19 years. Um, thank you so much. And um, we are, yes, we are a cage-free sanctuary for cats from hopeless situations. So um, our residents tend to be the cats who really have nowhere else to turn. Um, whether let's, let's, Yeah, it's going from hopeless to hope. So some of these cats have some physical impairments. Some of them have some mental development issues. Um, go, go for it. Give me some uh, examples. You name it, we've seen it pretty much. Yeah, it's um, we 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 do we. If they're the, the most vulnerable are really the cats that our heart beats for. So, um, whether they're diabetic cats, um, we always have a cadre of paraplegic cats. Um, right now, I believe we have seven or eight of those. Um, we have cats with cancer, cats of uh, the range in age from a few days to I believe right now eighteen years. Um, cats with um, with conditions that are so unusual, we've had to reach out to vets around the country to understand um wow. and, and cats from literally all around the world yeah um, i'm thinking you've got name some name some countries or cities because uh we've got some globe trotters tuning into our show that goes all over we've taken cats from i believe three continents and counting actually three wow. or four um so including okinawa beiru um turkey um and of course lovely new jersey and all around <laughs> new jersey um, the garden state right Garden State, yes, which uh, Ringo's is not what you might picture for New Jersey. It's uh, We are very, very rural. It feels like a little bit of Iowa in the corner. Really? Of What's yes. the nearest? How far oh, away? Um, probably about 40 minutes from Princeton, um, oh. maybe an hour each from Philly and New York. Oh, that's kind of a nice little spot to be in. You know, you said something that I really want to emphasize. You say you take care of the most vulnerable 
you said the most vulnerable is the cat for whom our hearts beat for. That's I right. mean, you're going from hopeless to hope, aren't you? We are. That's what we, that's what our founder um, had in mind from, from the moment he first dreamed of Tabby's place, that we would take those cats who, who the rest of the world kind of walks by and doesn't see. And not only would we love them and would we cherish them in an environment that is incredibly joyful and cage free, but we'd also lift them up um, and, yeah. and celebrate them and help people to see the beauty of their lives. Um, so, so a lot of what we do is, is honestly just turn the spotlight onto these cats and, and sure enough, there's so many compassionate hearts in this world there that are. just fall in love with them. So, so they're a magnet. Well, who, give people. us the history tour. Uh, who is, who is your founder and tell us a little bit about him. Jonathan Rosenberg is our founder and executive director. Um, he's down the hall right now as I speak. He's still hey, John. <laughs> um, so John was someone who was never a cat person. Um, oh, he was better. He would uh, not even close. He was the, he was always a dog guy. Um, and as he puts it, he always said cats were for girls. Um, <laughs> So when he, he was the first chief technical officer at CNET during the crest of the internet boom. Um, and during that time, got married to, um, to Sharon, who um, was very much a cat lover, but they never had, they did not have cats. So one day, John came, John came home from CNET one day and on his front porch, he sees 10 or 12 dishes. One has bologna, one has tuna, one has milk. <laughs> and over in the corner, he sees this little brown cat staring at him. He thinks this is not good. So he goes into Sharon, what are you doing? That cat looks fine. That cat is not starving. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't want you to do this anymore. Sharon says, okay, I'm sorry. John comes home the next day. Not a single dish on the porch. Great. She listened. No sign of the cat. Excellent. Let's himself in the house. The cat's on his chair. <laughs> and that cat turned out to be Tabby. The namesake okay. of Tabby's place. Aww. So 15, 14 or 15 years later, um, Tabby became terminally ill um, with squamous cell carcinoma. And it it so rocked Jonathan's world because Tabby had so changed his life and filled his life with joy that he resolved that the next chapter of his life was going to be spent thanking Tabby by creating a world where cats like him would be cherished. Um, Which is a living proof. Once again, all you listeners, real men love cats it's the truth absolutely oh yes. my gosh what a yes. story what kind of cat what kind of markings did tabby have tabby was just your your basic brown tabby um mm -hmm. uh, arguably one of the handsomest who ever lived but um and um he was also fiv positive so he was okay. a special needs cat um and um yeah and and just absolutely beloved by john and sharon and, and the, the, the little cat who changed the world well, I'm laughing because you have attracted the attention, and so is the treat jar, of one of my cats. For all you YouTube listeners, here he comes. Outstanding. We now have um, Rusty, the performer. Come here, Rusty. Come on. Come on. Come over here. He goes, um, there's a bigger jar right here. All right. And Rusty, like many of your cats, he was found in a dumpster in Georgia full of fleas and rescued and uh he's now three years old and he's a sweetie pie so i mean i i know you're helping cats but don't cats do a body good oh here comes jealous here comes uh, casey <laughs> Jeez. hey guys that is that safety cat casey he goes what's up um i think you've attracted the cats in my office because they usually just sit politely during the recording but both of them are all tuned in to your energy. We're so vibing how, with each other, yeah. 
How do cats do our bodies good? Oh my goodness. I, I wouldn't even know where to start, but in, in, in the, the physical and the metaphysical ways, I would say, um, not only do they, do they comfort us? Do they slow down our breathing? Do they, do they restore our, our joy and our hope? Um, but something we say all the time at Tabby's place is that we want to be more like them when we grow up um, yeah, because yeah. we are surrounded by cats who have been dealt the, the toughest cards you can imagine. And not a single one of them feels sorry for himself. Um, right. they, they, they tackle each day with, with just the sense of wonder that they get to be alive again. Um, and, and they love just being here and being <laughs> loved. And, um, we, we want to be more like them because they, they, they give us hope. Um, and they, and they remind us what, what a miracle it is just to be, just to be here, just to get to be invited to the party at all. Um, so they, they keep us going in more ways than, than I think there are even words to describe. I, I say amen, sister. We're speaking <laughs> with uh, Angela Hartley. She is with Tabby's Place. It's in New Jersey. What's the website? It is www.tabbysplace.org. And that's T-A-B-B-Y-S-P-L-A-C-E dot O-R-G. So, Pet Pals, we're going to talk more with Angela after we come back from this break. And we're going to find out how she landed at Tabby's Place. So you all know the drill. Um, you need to, like Glenn is doing, you need to sit and purr. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And now you never have to miss not even one second of any episode. Why? We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. <laughs> Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm talking with Angela Hartley of Tabby's Place. It's in Ringo's, uh, New Jersey. You had a little career path before Tabby's Place. You want to uh, share with that? And how did you get from that to this? My pleasure. I am. Um, yes. I Well, the, the Cliff's Notes version, I often say, is that God had a very good sense of humor. Um, he, he or she does. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so out of college, I, um, I felt called to go to seminary. Um, okay. with a view towards, I, I always loved writing and I loved counseling and encouraging people. So I had a view towards yeah. becoming either a pastor okay. or a chaplain. Where did you um, grow up? I grew up in upstate New York. Um, okay. Okay. About an hour north of the city. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so, um, so went to Princeton seminary, um, with, again, that was, that was my trajectory. I was going to do the, the chaplaincy route, um, maybe academia. Um, so uh, for a, a year out of seminary, did a youth pastor gig, um, and then thought, you know, I, I think I'm going to head back to academia and maybe do the professor or, okay. or, you know, or chaplain route. So I had the thought, okay, well, during that year, I need a job where I can do some good in the world, but, you know, mostly I'll just be putting together my PhD applications and, and getting ready for my next chapter. And lo and behold, the place where I had adopted my own first cat out of college was hiring essentially a secretarial role. Okay. And I thought, this is perfect. This is great. I love this place. This place is quirky and loving and strange. What is it called? I'm sorry. It was called Tabby's Place. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> yes. the same. Okay. Um, All so, right. And I thought, this will be perfect for a year. Just right. Just right. So um, got the job. Um, Jonathan, our founder, 
asked me some lovely hard questions. Like, I believe his words were, why should I hire a defrocked priest to be my... Oh, snap. (laughs) Well, it was never really frocked in the first place, first of all. But honestly, I said, I I love this place. And I see this place as sort of a a living parable almost of of the power of love. It is. Um, So he took a chance on me. And about six months into my planned one year stay, I knew I was in trouble because I thought, I don't think I could ever leave this place. This is exactly where I want to be. And if, if ever I had a sense of calling, I, I can't imagine a place that feels more more sacred and more loving and a community of love like I've never experienced in my life for for two species. Because that Arden, that's one of yes, the Yes, it is. It's it's the two, three, and four leggers. It's one of the best kept secrets of Tabby's Place is yes, we are a sanctuary for cats, but we are every inch as much a sanctuary for human beings. These are the kindest, most selfless people you will ever meet in your life. We have a, a wonderful staff, but also over 200 active volunteers. Nice. Um, and it's if, if you want to believe in, in the power of, of love and of tenderness to change this world, hang out at Tabby's Place. That is a pretty good path you took. I mean, you know, I like your what you did. You you went with your heart, and I did well. And then Jonathan called me. It, it, the development director at the time was moving on, so Jonathan, after a year, called me into his office and said, "Listen, <laughs> how do you feel about being the development director?" Um, okay. Did you and I gave, I, I gave a very stupid answer, which I said, "John, I have no idea what I'm doing. This is a really bad idea on your part." And he said, famous last words, "Well, Angela, this is my first cat sanctuary, so why don't we learn together?" What a and great guy. Yeah, good. 15 years later. So what are some things uh, people can do to help, whether they live near uh, Ringos, New Jersey, or uh, live other parts? What can they do to, to help Tabby's place? Yes. Well, in one way or another, they can they can welcome one of our cats into their lives as their own. And we understand that most people are not in a position to do that as an adopter, if, if you don't live here or if you have a full house. But one of the best ways that you can do that, um, especially with cats who may never get adopted, like some of our special needs cats, would be to become their sponsor, which is a way of... Okay, that's a good adopting. idea. Yeah. And then and if you, if you donate to help us fund their medical care, every month we'll send you updates and photos on your cat. So it's a way that you really become part of the family here. And you have a cat that's your cat, even if you may never step foot in Ringo's, New Jersey. Um, so like that, that's a significant way to help. Um, another would be if you are blessed to live close to Ringo's, we'd love to have you as a volunteer. Um, join our family. Join our community of, of love here. It's, um, we, we, will, we will love you with all of our hearts. You um, say it's a, it's a cage-free sanctuary. So um, I see you in your office for the folks with YouTube. You can see um, Angela. But what do you mean by that? And these cats have special needs. So I know you know how to do feline enrichment. We do. We do. And I should also, I should just clarify, um, probably about 40% of our cats have special needs, but um, the majority of our cats just ran out of time in other situations. So, um, and and most of our cats' special needs or otherwise do go on to get adopted. So we certainly welcome, welcome that as well. But yes, so we are cage free. Most of our cats live in what we call suites, which are large. Sweet, (laughs) sweet, sweet. Okay. And they are radio. (laughs) <laughs> with ramps and cubbies and designed to delight their senses. Um, enormous amounts of vertical space. Um, each suite leads, or almost all of the suites lead to outdoor areas we call solaria, um, where the cats can be in the sunshine in a safe way all day. Um, so it's like a catio. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's exactly the concept. And um, again, it's there's something so satisfying about the fact that these are the cats that came from the saddest and scariest circumstances, and now they have a life of sunshine. 
Um, well, let's let's dive into one of those. Uh, I understand you have a, a special Siamese named Houston. Can you tell us what happened with Houston and where yes. Houston is now? Yes. Um, so Houston came to us. Um, Houston had been in a hoarding situation. He was only a few pounds and he looked like a kitten, but he was actually full grown. Oh, um, no. He yeah. was born with a condition called hydrocephalus, um, which is um, uh, it's a condition in which there is excess cerebral spinal fluid on the brain. Let's let's keep it easy. Water on yeah, the brain. Fluid, water on the brain. You got Fluids it. on the brain. Um, which, yeah. Which and which causes excess pressure on the brain. Yes. Um, and can become. In his case, his prognosis was quite grave by the time he came to us. Oh wow. Um, he was the bravest little boy, Arden. He he would he would still use the litter box as best he could. He really? wobbled like he had had a few. He must have been having like major migraines oh. and losing motor signals. You know that brain is saying can't get to the feet, right? Tumbled over as he tried to walk. Couldn't groom himself, although he gave it his all. Um, so by the time he came to us, his beautiful cinnamon-colored coat was all matted. Um, he, and yet. When we bathed him and brushed him, he purred and rolled in our arms like he was he had gone to heaven. Um, he was the gentlest soul you could ever imagine. Um, and we, um, thanks to our donors, were able to arrange for him to see a world-class neurologist nice. who devised a customized treatment plan. Um, you know, every cat that comes to Tabby's place, we make them a solemn promise, which is you will always get what you need to thrive regardless of cost. Um, so Houston so help me paw. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and Houston was no different. So, um, so he went to that this specialty center, and um, and sure enough, um, he was stabilized. And we moved him into our community room, which is a room where most of our staff have their office space. Um, if you okay. want to get bombarded with love all day, it's the place to be. Nice. Um, and he had just the happiest summer of his life living there. And then the miracle that we barely have dared to dream of happened. A woman came in looking specifically to adopt a special needs cat. And in conversation with her, we learned that she works with children who have hydrocephalus. Oh, nice. There, there's and, something magical happening. Right? Come on. There's something in the air. You can't make this up. And sure enough, she fell in love with Houston and vice versa. And she adopted him. And I wish I could say that the, that they lived happily ever after. But there is a sad coda, which is that actually just a couple of weeks ago, Houston did pass away. But he um, passed away in a home of love. That's right. And what he, he could have been, you know, shivering in that hoarding situation in his final days. And instead, he was loved by so many people. He didn't know what to do with it. But um, oh, well, I, I appreciate you sharing that story. Yeah. Angela, we have about a minute left. So what what kind of person makes a good uh, adoptee of a special needs cat? What are you looking for? Um, we, you know, the main thing would be someone who is courageous, I would say. Okay. Who loves in a courageous way. Because it doesn't take any special gifts or any special skills to care for a special needs cat. What it takes is a willingness to learn and a willingness to put your heart out there in a way that, that you know that, that it may be broken, but that it's worth it because your heart is going to grow like you can't even imagine. So we look for that level of devotion and bravery. And one more time, tell people how they can find you. Yes. Please visit us on the web at www.tabby's place.org. That's T-A-B-B-Y-S-P-L-A-C-E dot O-R-G. I've checked her site out, ladies and gents, and they are doing major good. You can make monetary donations. You can volunteer. You can, you know, adopt a kind of, what do you call that? You're sort of sponsoring a cat, I guess, right? Yes. Is that the term? Virtual uh, adoption sponsorship. Yep. All right. 
So everybody, um, what a great show we've had. First up, we've had Janice Cobb from uh, Save My Pet ID Tag, and now Angela Hartley from Tabby's Place in New Jersey. And, you know, I also want to give a, a special shout out to our sponsor. That is Tevra, T-E-V-R-A. They make a lot of great pet products. TevraPet.com. Hey, pet pals. I also thank you for tuning in and all the stations airing our show coast to coast. Thank you all. So until next time, this is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.